Praise the Lord. We welcome you all today to our live broadcast. Today being March 26, 2023. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the week. Thank you for the month. Thank you for the year. Thank you for your mercies for the enduring forever. Welcome, dear Holy Spirit, to teach us this morning to break hard hearts, open the eyes of the blind, the ears of the deaf, the heart of heart, especially in Nigeria, Lord, that your perfect will shall be done in that country and for that matter, any other country in the world. Have your way, O Lord our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. We encourage you to join our live broadcast. You can see it on the screen. Via YouTube, Facebook, also through our website. Subscribe. Share the messages. We are not sharing it to give us income. We don't collect income from any of these places. Share the messages because of words of life. The instrumental is taken from Abrakale Brassi on YouTube. May the Lord continue to bless him and his family. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We continue with our series, Stand Up for Jesus. The outline... We're going to go straight to number nine. If you've been following us, we made some adjustments because of events in Nigeria. Uh, but still, we are standing up for Jesus. So we're going to exactly to item nine. God has given Nigeria another chance. So today's topic is God has given Nigeria another chance, which means he has given us chances in the past but we blew those chances. Today is the opportunity to ask the new generation not to blow this chance. Praise the Lord. The outline, get it on your screen. Number one, the Church of God in Nigeria failed to utilize the chances God gave the country between 1993 and 1999. Number two, Nigeria has been in the grips of a satanic cabal since 1999. The cabal has been there in the past, but it reared its ugly head very greatly since 1999. Number three, the satanic cabal bears its fans. Number four, God has given the young people of Nigeria another chance not your parents and grandparents, no, they failed. We failed. Song today is here is love. Vast as the ocean, I would say greater than all death of God's creation. But as a song, praise the Lord. So we go to number one, which is the church of God in Nigeria Fair to utilize the chances God gave the country between 1993 and 1999. Praise the Lord. The country of Nigeria 
became truly independent in 1963, I did not misspeak. Because during what many of us called Nigeria's independence in 1960, the Queen of England was still the head of state of the country. So we were not really free. We were not really truly independent. It was only in 1963 when Nigeria became a republic with its own head of state that one could argue that it became truly independent. From that moment, Nigeria plodded on. From its true independent date in 1963, for 30 years, I wanted to note the 30-year cycles. In those 30 years, it was endless, directionless, hate, killings, military coups, tribal conflicts, ethnic cleansing, even genocide and the civil war. It was not until the Church of God in Nigeria, which is the true nation of God in Nigeria, came together, cried out to God for deliverance from Islamism in 1993, that something truly epochal happened, that something monumental happened. God had his children's prayers. I'm sure he was saying, at last, they're together. And delivered this his children from the military government so that not a presidential election that had two Muslim candidates as, at the top of the ticket. In a country that is split between Christianity and Islam and others not affiliated to either religion. The children cried out and said, no, we don't want this. And God heard. Suddenly, some of us who prayed, you let our tribal instincts. We betrayed God and opposed God's solution, which was a military-installed interim national government headed by a Christian civilian. Some people began to question, talk of those who prayed, they didn't want any of the two Muslim candidates because it was too unfair began to question the annulment of an election. They had asked God to quash. They aligned with unbelievers clamoring for one of the presidential candidates from their tribe to be installed as president. For a season, the light that is Christ in Nigeria did not shine because of our hypocrisy. Our hypocrisy resulted in the overthrow of that interim national government and the installation of a military dictatorship that lasted from 1993 to 1998. In that period, those who knew their God, hear me, interceded for the country. God had their cries. And intervene yet again. Let it be known that it was by divine art that a civilian government came into being in 1999 in Nigeria. Rather than give God the glory and continue the path of righteousness, 
so that unbelievers can see the light of Christ. Many believers following the steps of their pastors and overseers, abandoned the gospel of Christ as they pursued money. Scripture claims. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Praise the Lord for his word. Those believers lost the light of Christ. The light that is Christ in their lives. They lost that light. Their light was no longer shining. It went dark in their pursuit of filthy lucre and money. Same thing. Nigerian believers could not see their good works. They only saw corruption. These fallen believers could no longer testify of Jesus and of his love for Nigerian unbelievers. They could no longer preach a message of repentance. How could they? Or how can they? They hardly have the light of Christ in them anymore. In fact, they became the reason many unbelievers did not accept Christ as Savior and Lord in that period. And why many young believers lost their faith in Christ? As pastors and overseers, remember we're talking from 1999 now, coming on to the present, embrace corrupt governments in their quest to get appointments for their families and friends and to get preferential exchange rates, which is one of the wicked acts of the cabal and imports. Only a remnant of the church of God remained faithful. If in the period between 1999 to the present, green based messages like worldly prosperity gain traction. And before long, almost every church building in Nigeria was preaching the worldly prosperity message in one form or the other. All of them today will say. And people love those messages. And gave their all to their pastors and Jews in the hope that they too will become rich like them. Rich they didn't become. And yet even today they continue to give and bring their you know, they continue to give to these pastors and overseers and bring their families and friends into churches that are already apostate. From that 1999, let's reach to 2015, even though what I'm saying still continued. Majority of believers no longer proclaim the gospel of Christ. They stopped the preaching and the practicing of the gospel of Christ. Doctrines of demons have replaced the gospel of Christ in Nigeria and still today the same thing. We thank God for his grace because a remnant refused to join the growing apostasy. Just a few, but enough. This remnant church of God in Nigeria has been praying 
and has continued to contend for the gospel of Christ. Praise the Lord. But it has been an uphill task. As the majority of the rump of the church has gone apostate. Most believers in Nigeria today are not worshipping the true God. They are worshipping mammon. We believe that God has not removed his lampstand in Nigeria because of the remnant churching of God in Nigeria. Praise the Lord. We shall go to number two. Nigeria has been in the grips of a satanic cabal. You hear me? Nigeria has been in the grips of a satanic cabal. It's been there before even independence. But you see, from 1999, this satanic cabal became so aggressive and have determined the direction of the shambles you are witnessing in Nigeria. Scripture, please. please. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Praise the Lord. Between 1999 to now, what we have known has been unrighteousness. By the children of God, man was a remnant, very few. And so sin became a reproach, and that's why the country went totally to become the poorest country in the world with 133 million people below the poverty line. Nigeria came into the grips of a satanic cabal, like I said, since 1999. Because of sin of the church, not because of the sins of unbelievers, but the sins of the church and our disobedience. Because majority of the believers having rejected God for mammon, God allowed the satanic cabal to flourish and to deal with an apostate church and an ungrateful nation whom God had delivered twice between 1993 and 1999. God hasn't been pleased with Nigeria because of the sins of the church. Satan, remember who, is controlling matters for unbelievers. And the satanic cabal have been utilizing these three ways I'm going to enunciate to keep their grip on power in Nigeria since that 1999. Number one, politicians and religious leaders, which includes your, some of, most of your pastors and universities, are in the satanic cabal. They have been using witchcraft to keep their followers in bondage. You can quote it anywhere. You had it if you have not been hearing it. Number two, politicians in the satanic cabal have been using money to buy votes and election officials to get power. Sure, what I'm saying is not news to most of you. Number three, which is what you may not have known, this is number three. Religious leaders, including most of your top pastors and overseers, have been feeding you with these false wealth acquisition messages, tithes and offerings, so you can get more and more. They were doing that on purpose from the pits of hell, instruction. Give the people false hope. So the people think that they're going to become rich someday. 
and keep especially the young people of Nigeria from asking questions about the level of poverty in the country. How can you, maybe after the United States of America, have so many number of churches and the country is so much evil? It's because the religious leaders, and I'm talking about your pastors and Jews, most of them are in satanism. They are using witchcraft. That's why you rush to their churches every Sunday. You flock there with no messages coming out from the pulpit and you go back. They have hypnotized you with witchcraft. If you know you are there, as we finish, better run out. Knowing that the political power is the key to riches in Nigeria. The satanic cabal has cornered the country's world by having those who have pledged allegiance to it. Remember all these people, whether pastors, Jews, politicians, they have all pledged allegiance to the cabal. That's why they get appointed into government, get concessions from government, and get elected into the legislative arms and made ministers and commissioners. Because anyone seeking appointment or contract must swear oath of fealty to their sponsors, who are of course in the cult, in the cabal. Contracts for roads, bridges, and other infrastructure are awarded on the same terms. How many Nigerians have been prosecuted for unexecuted contracts? I believe none. No one can query them because they have cornered the whole world of the country. And most people are eating from the same corruption pie. So who is going to build a cat? Another tool the satanic cabal has used very successfully in Nigeria has been this. It weaponized poverty. Yes, poverty is a weapon in Nigeria. It's a way of keeping the majority of Nigerians powerless and voiceless. Because when you are poor, what can you do? You don't have a means to communicate to anybody and people say, but how come you are poor? What are you telling us? The satanic cabal intentionally weakened the educational system since 1999. As a result, it has successfully created a class of illiterate and jobless young people that are perpetually dependent on them. Because see, for the cabal, an educated class is a threat. The more the youths aren't educated, the more they're available to be used for various nefarious purposes. On feast days, which are, I believe Nigeria is one of the countries that have much more feast days than any other country in the world, Satanists and their followers buy cows, rams, goats, and other food items, which they use to host sumptuous feasts for their army of illiterate youths and gullible constituents. During elections, Members of the cabal use this created army of the jobless youths as weapons to push on the majority of the population, suppress dissent, attack their enemies to and to maintain power. Poor illiterate youths celebrate members of the satanic cabal because they see them as benefactors. Because they regularly give them money, especially during those feast days, they spray money. The poor don't know that the money they are being given is meant for the country's development, for their welfare. Or that the money could have been dedicated to evil spirits. And so when they receive those monies, of course they are hooked to those people permanently. 
We shall go to number three. Now the satanic cabal based fans, what happened? God has had the prayers of the Lebanon Church of God in Nigeria, praise the Lord. And he has answered, how do we know the evidence? God has used the 2023 presidential and gubernatorial elections in Nigeria to expose the satanic abuse on the belly. Their weaknesses have come up. It's God who has broken the Kabbalah's hold on political power in Nigeria. Please note that. But I will plead with the Remnant Church, I know who you are, those who have been praying, who have never dipped their hand into evil in Nigeria. The Remnant Church must intensify its prayers so that the Kabbalah's power is, that is already broken remains broken, number one. Two, and that the major rump of the church that went apostate, that I allied with the politicians will also be exposed. And their members who have been hypnotized shall be freed. You need to pray that prayer. Now, fearing his hold on power in Nigeria slipping away, the satanic cabal turned out his army of thugs to harass and sometimes he voters in his bid to suppress voting in states and communities. A fear will vote against its members. The commission in charge of that election is part of that cabal, please. Please note that. They are obliged by announcing results that were at variance with actual voting, both in the presidential and the gubernatorial elections. On the internet, few were resources with cancellations and erasures. They became commonplace. You can see them. Google. But the cabal didn't reckon with God. They didn't reckon with a new youth movement in Nigeria. They didn't reckon with the social media. Praise the Lord. For many years, the Nigerian majority has been quiet. But with unemployment so high, and many young persons without hope. God used those dynamics to change the hearts of people in the 2023 elections. Despite the manipulations, threats, many of voters and death of some, the results and exposures of fraud by the cabal has thrown it into a great panic. You see, the thing has been exposed. So they panic. That's why they resorted to the old playbook of inciting tribal hatred. For a particular tribe in the country, you know who the tribe I'm talking about. The Kabbalah's main aim is to dismantle the bond between the youths of Nigeria, using hate language to divide them. Because if people from their own section of the country can believe it, they will now distance themselves from the uprising that is taking place. But I forget that it is God, there's God's hand in the matter. So they better beware. God's hand is in the matter in Nigeria. Better beware. Because the Bojani New Youth Movement is, is to overthrow the old order. Overthrow the old corrupt satanic order that has kept Nigeria in bondage. It is not ordinary. God's hand is in the matter. So you are done. You can bear your fangs, but you will have no bite. Unfortunately for the Kaaba, and this is divine, 
The young people of all tribes now know better. You can't take them for a ride anymore. They know it's not a one tribe that is causing the border to you, the cabal. That you brought Nigeria to be the poorest country in the world with more than 133 million persons, poor persons. They know that most of them have no jobs and it was not created because by any tribe, but you, the cabal. That there are many of them who are in universities have not been in the institutions sometimes for up to nearly one year for in the last four years. They know that you caused it and why your own children are abroad. Why your own children are riding beautiful cars overseas, living in fantastic houses. They know they are not stupid. The internet is, is their friend and is your enemy, Kabbalah. The young people of Nigeria know there's no hope for them and for their future because of you, Satanic Kabbalah. Because they can see the place of your of you of your, of all of you who are in the Kabbalah. They know the money you made, you didn't get it through hard work or through an invention. They know that you are wicked and evil. That you have been stealing state funds since 1999. They are no longer deceived. That is why you have a problem. But God's hand is in this matter because exposure is divine. Praise the Lord. I see the love between the youths of Nigeria. I love the young people of Nigeria. I love you. Because irrespective of tribe or tongue, you are all together fighting for justice, fighting for righteousness to be enthroned in your country. You have seen through the evil machinations of the satanic cabal. You have ignored the wicked messages of the cabal. And went out and voted massively for the candidate you believe will deliver you from the cabal. Praise the Lord. Now, young people of Nigeria, both believer and unbeliever, God has given Nigeria another chance. Please hear me out. Scripture, please. Revelation chapter 2, verse 1, and then verse 5. Verse 1. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand, and walks among the seven golden lampstands. Verse 5. Remember the height from which you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. Praise the Lord. Despite the wickedness of the apostate church in Nigeria, God in his great mercy has not removed his lampstand in the country. Had God not had mercy, Nigeria could have gone the way of many North African and Middle Eastern countries. Where few dare today to say that they are Christians. Even though in the first millennium, most of those areas had large Christian populations. It is the remnant's prayers, and I'm talking about the remnant church, that has brought about the change we are witnessing. The change you are witnessing in Nigeria today, it is the prayers of the remnants that God had. That's why God raised a man of good character, tested and not corrupted to lead Nigeria. This man has been raised by God to redress issues plaguing the country and to bring judgment on corruption and sack the satanic cabal that has kept the country in darkness for years. 
It was God that opened your eyes, young people of Nigeria, to see this man as one who will address the matters of problems facing the country, especially very high youth unemployment. And for me, I see that the fall of the political satanic cabal is signal that the satanic cabal in the religious realm, manning the churches of God in Nigeria, is about to fall. Praise the Lord. Here is calling those of the remnant church. Please intensify your prayers. And begin to ask God to approach all those church leaders who are Freemasons, who belong to secret societies, who are Satanists, who make sacrifices with human, with human beings, that God should begin to uproot all of them and take them out. Whoever is part of this remnant church, you must rededicate your life anew. Because God is doing a new thing in Nigeria. And you are part of that renewal. To the teaming you to white change, but you are still not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm using this broadcast to plead with you to give your lives to Christ. Because Christ has been the one who has prevented the total destruction of the country. And who has made it possible for the cabal to be exposed to the whole world. Once you know that, follow your needs. Wherever you are, say, Lord Jesus Christ, I want to know you. Give your life to him. In your room, he will visit you. You don't need anybody to talk to you about it. And begin to read your Bible. And he will visit you. It's an assurance I give you by his grace. Because only with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, can the people you voted for overwhelmingly recover their mandates? Hear me. Only Jesus Christ will restore those mandates. He made the changes that will usher in a country that is fair and just. Where there are good hospitals, good roads, good schools, good colleges, excellent universities, and employment for whoever needs work. Praise the Lord. God is seeking faithful blood washed. Hear me, young men and women. And spirit feels selfless young men and women to lead a charge for the majesty of a new Nigeria. Where his name is glorified. And mammon will never be mentioned. Praise the Lord. Meaning money will never be mentioned in church services. Remember that the members of the wicked cabal, both in the political and religious, will not go away quietly. They are trembling now. Can I show you of that? Especially some of your pastors and Jews. They know God is coming for them unless they repent and run. They still think that they can use their magic and witchcraft to bring you back and keep the country bound to the kingdom of darkness. That's why I'm telling you, you have to pray. Test fire prayers. But I want you to know one thing. The Kabbalah's hold on power in Nigeria has come to an end. For now, because God has broken his hold on Nigeria. Unless you young people fall again, then it becomes a problem. But so long as you are standing in the gap in that church, and young people are joining you, nothing can by any means bring the Kabbalah back to Nigeria. Praise the Lord. I'm appealing to the youths. Both believers and unbelieving youths. Young men and women, ignore the hate and ethnically charged messages that have been flooding the atmosphere with. 
Then we shall divide you. It is the last cabal's last gas to cling to power. Because if they can divide you, then you will you begin to split along ethnic lines and then they continue to run the country, they run offshore on the country. They want you young people to fight each other rather than completing the journey of overthrowing the political class. That class that has impoverished the country and stolen your future. This is your moment. Don't give it up. Praise the Lord. Because they think that by creating chaos, the elections that they rigged massively for the whole world to see, and which many of their agents killed and many of you, that they can stop the march of the youths to reclaim their mandates and their country. They don't care that their hate messages could lead to ethnic cleansing and possibly genocide and maybe even war. They don't care. They are willing to sacrifice all of you so long as they maintain their hold on power. You can't allow that. Can you imagine the Lord Jesus Christ, if you're a believer, or any of his disciples, keep you quiet, where hate is being promoted publicly in their neighborhoods? Can you? But I'm going to make a statement today to those of you in this large Pentecostal group that's apostate. How come your general vassier that engineered the Islamist takeover of Nigeria in 2015 has been quiet? In the midst of these hateful messages, it is back here, which is Lagos. How come the general vassier of the apostate Pentecostal group that engineered the Islamist takeover of Nigeria in 2015, why has it been quiet with so many hateful messages coming out from those in Lagos State, of which where his headquarters church is? Why? And I tell you, it's not accidental. He has an explanation to God, to give to God and to Nigerians. Neither has a vice president of the country who claims to be a pastor condemned the hate speeches. But many honest Nigerians have condemned them. And I thank God for them. These are the ones that we say are acting like God's children. Even if some of them might not have confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But they are acting like God's children. In the eyes of God, are righteous, and God will make them righteous. I pray they will know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, my Father, my God, for raising such men and women in this time of anomaly and destruction and make sure that it doesn't happen and that Nigeria will come back with the young people of Nigeria at the head of affairs, not their parents and grandparents. Here are a few questions. To those of you who went to those buildings called churches today in Lagos, especially, you went to hear sermons and to give money, more money to these already wealthy, jet only pastors. So I have a few questions for you. Did your famous pastor today, or General Vasia, condemn those who have been promoting hate in Lagos? Did they condemn it in the pulpit? Has he condemned it in the media? If your pastor, or Gio didn't. Did you remain in that church today or did you walk out? It's a question you have to answer. Anyone in Lagos, state of Nigeria, who claims to be a pastor or general vassier, who has been collecting tithes and offerings since the fraudulent elections, but has not condemned in the strongest possible terms the harassment of voters, the murders, the social properties, 
the promotion of ethnic cleansing, which is capable of causing genocide, like happened in Rwanda in the 1980s or 1990s, is not worthy to be called a pastor or genocide. Please quote me anywhere. Quote me and broadcast it anywhere. Thank you, Jesus. And any believer, you say I'm a floor member, no. If you have not condemned those hate messages, we're not saying you have to go shouting on the street, but among your neighbors, either by worse actions, you do not belong to a remnant church of God in Nigeria. You do not. If you want to be part of a remnant church, you must repent today. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you have been seeing hate messages capable of causing ethnic cleansing and genocide in Nigeria, and you are kept quiet, and you say you're a believer, I say you are not. You are not part of the remnant church. And yes, you are part of the apostasy, I agree. But you're not part of the remnant church that can change Nigeria. Unless you repent. Because let me bluntly say it. Tribalists have no place in the church of God. Did you hear what I said? Anyone that's a tribalist has no place in the church of God. God has given you, the young people of Nigeria, another chance. Whether his lampstand will remain depends on the remnant church, which we are now inviting many of you to join. The remnant church has no building. In your closet, wherever you may be, different parts of the country and the world, you're praying, God will hear you. You are the remnant church. You are those, so long as you don't reach out your hand and touch it. Evil. Please, young men and women, don't repeat the sins of your parents and grandparents. Did you hear what I said? I'm a parent and grandparent. I'm saying, don't repeat the sins of your parents and grandparents. We fail you. Never enable any political class. Rather pray for the new one that God is bringing up. Not the one he has present, that they are presently declared. That's from the pits of hell. It will not stand if you want to hear me again. And remember when this new government, both at the federal and state levels, come up. Don't go seeking benefits from them if you're a child of God. Because you cannot be a true prophet to them as a remnant church if you are entangled with them. You can only be a prophet to them when you are away from them praying and you are holding them accountable. And God will hear your prayers and my prayers. Praise the Lord. To the young persons, please know that the satanic cabal succeeded this many years because of the disobedience of your own believing parents and grandparents who enabled false and satanic pastors and Jews to thrive. So I appeal to you young men and women who are believers, not to make the same mistakes your parents and grandparents made. If not, God will take away that lampstand and Nigeria will be totally decimated. I'm using this broadcast to encourage those youths. Young persons I repeat who have not repented, do so today. I plead with you. Because the country needs more and more God-fearing men and women. Not tight collectors. Not offering collectors. Not wicked men and women who have no love for their congregation. They don't care about whether where you end up in eternal life so long as you feed them. So long as you give them money for their jets. Give them money for their houses and their cars. They don't care. But here is love, vast as ocean, which is our Lord. A love that is so great, that's unbelievable. It's greater than ocean, ocean can contain the love of God.
We're going to sing that song. And as you do, I pray, those of you who have had and you are touched, please repent, no matter how much your sins are. Even if you belong to uh, the occult, or your cultist, or your satanist, if you repent, God will still forgive you. Just genuinely repent. So here is love. Vast as the ocean. Here is love. God's love, vast as ocean, I'm saying, vast more than all the universes combined. Loving kindness as the flood, when the prince of life are ransomed, when he shed his blood for us. Who is love will not remember? Who can cease to sing his praise? He can never be forgotten throughout heaven's eternal days. Crucifixion as he hung on the tree. Fountains open on his side, deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy flow the vast and gracious tide. Grace and love. Like mighty rivers, poured incessant from above. Heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss a guilty world in love. Let me all thy love accept him. Or let us all thy love accept him. Love thee ever all our days. Let all who are hearing this message today seek thy kingdom only. And let your life, O God, we call it to praise you. Let thy alone you shall be our glory. Nothing in the world should we see. For you have cleansed and sanctified us and have set us free. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, the eternal rock of ages, we bless your name. We thank you for the message of salvation. We thank you for the message of deliverance. We thank you for the message of exhortation. We thank you, Father, because you have given us another chance. You are giving the new generation another chance, Lord. My generation failed you. You forgive us. But Lord, you raise a new generation. Lord, I'm praying. Empower them, Lord. To stand fast so that your lamp stands shall not be taken away from Nigeria. So that the sons and daughters of the boss woman will not overrun the country in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Break every yoke, Lord, in the religious realm. Break every yoke as you have done in the political realm, Lord, in Nigeria. And set your people free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Say the millions who are in bondage today to these pastors and Jews who are Satanists. Say them free in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Open their eyes, O oh Lord my God. Open their hearts, O oh Lord my God. And as they hear this message, let the church begin to fall off in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Manifest your power, Father, in Nigeria today, Lord. Manifest your power. Manifest your power, my Father, my God. The remnant church is asking and crying. Manifest your power as you have already done. Let it be even a million fold in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That the wicked will run out of that country. That the wicked will have no more place in that country. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for the people you are raising. Empower them to do right for Nigeria. Empower them to do right for the children of God in Nigeria. Empower them to do right for the young people of Nigeria. Empower them, Lord, to do that 
fourth which you raised them to do. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And whoever we come against the people you have raised for this time, let them fall in Jesus' name. Bless the whole country, Lord, with your power enveloping everywhere, that the Satanists can no longer operate in Nigeria. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessings, glory, and honor, Lord, all yours. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. We'll see you next Sunday by His grace. I plead with you. Please be praying for us. But more importantly, Remnant Church, we pray for Nigeria. Your job is not done. You are there, but it's not yet completed. Because God will use many of you young people to lead the country. Praise the Lord.